All right, guys, welcome to Unscripted Exchanges episode two. Hayden and I were just talking about how fucking scripted us saying welcome to Unscripted Exchanges sounds, right? I mean, doesn't it sound scripted a little bit? It sounds very scripted. But I don't know how this, we'll just have to go with it. We're going to script the very beginning of every show, just so you guys know. You'll never know. We'll just have them uh, guessing. It's going to be so smooth. It'll be so smooth. So smooth. You sound extra clear today. What did you do? Did you change your voice? New breath mints. Oh, all right. New breath mints. Can you hook me up with some? Listerine's going to sponsor us one day. I can't wait. I'm calling it out right now. Let's go. Listerine, give us a call. Colin Hayden, unscripted. Unscripted exchanges. Listerine making it happen. Can't wait. Okay, so enough of that bullshit. I kind of want to jump into it today i i think last episode if you listen to us we talked about new year's goals or new year's what what was it new year's resolutions new man. year's resolutions i remember it that. hasn't even been a week and you forgot what we talked about well we talked about not having them didn't we i think we came to that conclusion well i didn't say you don't have to have resolutions it's just i think you should be uh willing to set new goals and dreams at any point in time it's never too late to get started. It's never too late. That's exactly right. So uh, today we wanted to go ahead and give you guys some background on us. Uh, I think we we kind of jumped into things last time, but I'd like to tell you a little bit about myself. How did we forget to do that? We were so excited. I think you're right. We were pumped up. And we're like, hey, let's actually... jump in about why we're thought leaders, and we didn't even talk about who we are. I was a little bit nervous, actually. I was a little bit nervous. But I think we're going to get much, much better. I mean, nobody can even see us. Why were we nervous? I don't it's a good point. Yeah. All right, I'll let you rock. All right, so my name is Cole Hazenfield, local Cincinnatian. Uh, I'll give you, uh, you guys some background on me. So I, I'm very, very proud about uh, the past eight or nine years of my life. I went, uh, I actually, I, I guess I'll go before that. I'm gonna go before that. I went to Guardian Angels High School. I mean, grade school. So shout out the GA. So any of you GA people listening to this, please give us a like and a follow. I wish I went to Guardian Angels High you School. Did. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I kind of just slipped there. So just can you just let me finish, please? Yeah, I'm sorry. You're embarrassing me on this. So I went to GA for grade school um, with Hayden. That's where we met. We became friends. Went to Turbot High School and then went to University of Kentucky for about a semester. So technically, I can still call it my alma mater. I've looked that up, so you can research me on that. We're doing we're doing uh, sign language here. We're we're trying to make each other laugh while we uh, record this episode here. No, he's he just banging pre- on the couch, and I told him to stop because it's being picked up by our microphones. If you can't tell, our audio is a little bit better today, and we're we're trying to figure out the best way uh, to produce some really high quality content audio, and it's going to be better. High quality, clear as day. So, anyways, back to me. This is about me. Uh, went to Turbin High School. Went to University of Kentucky for a little bit, and then I went to University of Cincinnati, was in the entrepreneurship program there. And that is when I found out I was having my first daughter. Uh, my wife and I had her at night. I was 19. I think she was 18. So she's almost eight now, which I have a, a really good story about that later. Um, but now we, we – uh, so that's just a little bit of my, my personal life. I, I've been in sales ever since I – Probably when I was, I think, 19 or 20s when I got to sales. That's where I started my, my kind of career path. Uh, ran my own artificial intelligent aquaculture startup. So uh, pretty cool, pretty cool uh, startup. I was part of that for about three years. Had an amazing team. We were working with shrimp farms and 
uh, tilapia farms all over the U.S. as well as... How does one get into that? That is a very unique industry. It is a cool story. Isn't it? It's a cool thing, isn't it? Uh, well, we actually... So I'll, I'll give you some background on that. We originally started off as a smart pool monitor. So I worked uh, as a sales guy in a Watson's, and we I just had a bunch of customers coming in all the time saying, why is my water green? Why is this this? And it didn't matter how many times I wrote down the directions for that. They would never follow them. They'd come right back. So I said, this would be so much easier if you could just do it from your phone. So it started off as that and uh, kind of followed that path for about a year and a half and then had kind of one of those like pivotal moments where we decided, uh, my, myself and my co-founder and my team decided that we'd make more of an impact in the aquaculture space. Didn't know anything about shrimp farming, fish farming, any of that. But we were passionate about it, so um, kind of pivoted, went down that road. We raised seed funding. Uh, we went over to Asia for 18 days with the city of Cincinnati. That was pretty awesome. Trip was entirely paid for. Really, really cool. Great experience. Um, met a lot of amazing people, and uh, the whole journey was just just a, a, a absolute you know great time. Learned a lot. Didn't end up being successful with it, but. Um, I guess I, I could get into the whole story about how we got into fish specifically, but I mean, it, it's a long story. So I think we save that for another podcast episode. I think it's going to be very, very intriguing. It was a pretty cool story. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We got into it. Yeah. So I, I spent some time on that. Uh, currently, I'm, I'm working in the uh, retail space as a sales director for uh, anything from marketing and branding to in-store displays and activations. So uh that's really exciting and really fun for me. There's a lot of stuff going on, obviously, with COVID. Retail changed, flipped on its head, and uh, we've had to adapt, and I've had to adapt as a as a, a person, as a, an innovator, as a leader. I think we all have with COVID. You it's, know? It's, it's, it was hard. Everyone. It was It was tough. It was tough. It was, it was neat. The company I work for now, uh, currently, we started doing partitions. You use plastic everywhere. We did that to kind of get us through the tough parts of it when it first started and it's still tough for a lot of people. But, um, so I'm, you know, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. It's, it's a little bit jumbled a little bit of my background. I am a, a very excitable, passionate person. And, uh, you know, I I'm, I'm ready to rock on this. So again, just some of my background, I I'm extremely enthusiastic about technology, about, uh, innovation, about making a, a difference in our lives. So I think, um, Kind of all that together kind of sums me up, and I'm super passionate about my family, my wife, my my two daughters. So that's quite the story. I'm surprised you didn't share your social security number and your credit card information. It's coming, it's coming later. Okay, it's coming <laughs> later. I'll hold that back. Well, you definitely have quite an interesting story. Um, I'm not sure my story uh, tops uh, your background, uh, but I can definitely go into a little bit of detail. Uh, my name is Hayden Huber. I, too, am also from Cincinnati, Ohio, the greatest place to grow up and live. Might be a little bit biased, but anyhow, I did go to the same grade school as Colitz, where we first uh, got to know one another. We played uh, baseball together, uh, had a lot of good times, and then uh, high school uh, ended up going to a different uh, high school, being St. Xavier High School. Uh, so Cole and I kind of... Uh, Ended up falling out of touch uh, with one another. Uh, I mean, we still saw each other every once in a while, but really didn't talk to one another throughout high school and college. 
Um, I'm a University of Dayton grad. Uh, go Flyers. I'm still a little bit bitter about the 2020 uh, championship caliber team. Um, unfortunately, the pandemic uh, put a wrench in things, but that is all right. I can still say that 2020 is the season of disputed national champions. Yeah, okay. I know. I had to, I had to plug that. Go Flyers. Um, but anyhow, uh, after uh, college, um, well, I guess I should take a step back. I've always been intrigued uh, in learning from others. Uh, I've had multiple jobs growing up. I think the first job that I had uh, was as a caddy. Um, and that really opened up my eyes uh, and ears to, to different uh, opportunities and things, just carrying bags for uh, people at the country club. I would always be asking uh, these uh, people, you know, what do you do for a living? Why do you do it? Uh, you know, just literally asking them all sorts of things. Uh, I was probably that annoying caddy. Uh, that they didn't want to get uh, paired up with. But uh, I was out there learning from these guys. So that was my first uh, job. Uh, I got paid under the table some cash um, and then ended up working uh, in the retail industry, uh, working at Coney Island. Um, and then I worked at a couple of clothing uh, retailers, uh, Dick Sporting Goods, uh, Rally House, um, nothing too special there. Uh, but just, you know, trying to make a, a living or I guess a little bit of beer money, to be the honest. Beer money is what you're, you're big in beer money. Yeah. Now I saved a, a dollar here, a dollar there. I uh, always got to put away some uh, money for a rainy day or rainy days. Um, but beyond that, uh, you know, I started to get an itch to start my own company. Um, and I did back in 2014. I decided to start an online e-commerce clothing company. Um, I know it's a oversaturated market. Everyone's got a great idea. Wait, what was your tagline? Cause I love your tagline. My company name was Seawee, which stands for see it, want it, which I think is pretty awesome and that. unique. I thought that's badass. Um, and I also had another like slogan or tagline that is live life be you. Um, so I still hold those near and dear to my heart to this day and try to, uh, you know, live those out. Um, so yeah, I started that company back in 2014, um, it was around for about three years or so. And then I had to end up shutting things down just because I wasn't profitable at the end of the day. Um, but I definitely learned a lot. So I'm not going to go out there and say that I, uh, had a failed business. Um, I mean, that's one way to look at it, but, yeah, uh, but that's not failing, right? I mean, you learned a lot. Exactly. Yeah, you were getting that, you were getting a master's degree in running a business. I exactly. Mean, and that's what I tell, you know, uh, my younger siblings and just friends. Um, and I guess you don't have to still be, uh, in high school, um, or college, but for those that are listening that are in high school and college, you know, I totally recommend, uh, starting your own little side hustle or gig, that's going to teach you a hell of a lot more than anything out of a textbook or something from a professor because it's real life stuff. Those are intangible. Those are intangible, intangible things that you can do that are going to set you apart from the what the, the other people out in the workspace, whether you're going for another job, whether you're, you're trying to start your own business, you learn so much. I mean, I, we can both sit here and tell you, and I agree with Hayden. I know I'm jumping in, but you learn a ton from just just going and saying, screw it, I'm going to figure it out as I go. 
and you teach yourself and you and you learn and you and you find really good mentors that will help you and give you good advice. Yeah. I, I think maybe it's a personality trait, but you know, I was tired of doing what everyone else did, which was, oh, I gotta go out and look for the best internship from a big time company. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to do things my way. Uh, so that's why I started this clothing company. And again, I learned so many different aspects about running a business. And as you said, I could probably talk for hours about that. So I'll save all those details probably for another no, day. I kind of want to hear a little bit more, actually. Specifically, I, I think value to our, our listeners and value to me, because again, we both said it, we kind of lost touch with each other. I was off making a family. Hayden was off chasing dreams, knocking down goals, you know. But I want to know what your thoughts are on running an e-commerce business, first off, because you've done it. I've, I've never done that. I've, I've never jumped into that. And also the, I mean, you, you hear it all the time and you, you get bombarded on like Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn with all these different brands and all these different shirts and socks and sneakers and, and everything. And you did it. So for, for people listening and for me, I mean, what, what, what would you say to somebody that says, Hey, well, I want to start a business. I'm going to jump into, I'm going to do, I'm going to make my own shirts. Great. Fantastic. What is your take on that? And I'm not saying be negative. I'm not asking you to go, Oh, that's a bad idea. Well, I want to know like, what are your thoughts on people that are thinking that, Hey, what's an easy way to, to me, if I'm thinking about it, I would say that's a very, a very great way to, in my opinion, not knowing to dip your toes in the water with entrepreneurship without a ton of overhead and something you can do yourself. So I, I, I'd like you to elaborate on that a bit. I think that's interesting. I think the first thing that I would share is it's easy and everyone can do it. Okay. Okay. I'm kidding. Um, it's definitely not easy. Uh, and it's probably not for everyone. Um, I mean, I can rattle off just a few big, uh, or bigger lessons, um, from my experience running the e-commerce company, uh, the, the first thing is making sure you have analytics in place to track the performance of your company. Um, you know, each company has their own set of goals um, or metrics. Uh, it's super important that you've got data in front of you to make data-driven decisions. And that's kind of where I got my foot in the door um, outside of uh, this company um, with, uh, some pretty big companies in the Cincinnati area, which I haven't had a chance to dive into yet, uh, which I can get into here in a few minutes. So, uh, data is really important. Data isn't everything though. Uh, so having that healthy balance there, uh, the next thing, which I'll never forget, I was at a, uh, retirement party actually for, uh, my grandmother, um, actually, I'm going to be honest. I don't call her grandma. Uh, shout out to, to Nancy. Uh, she is actually <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with the the listeners here. And for any of my family members, they're going to be like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> my grandpa's called big Papa. So it's all good. Heck yeah. I like that. Um, she's actually a step grandma technically. Um, but anyhow, uh, we were at her retirement, uh, party. Um, and there was a lot of, uh, people as you can imagine, 
uh, there to celebrate uh, everything um, that she had done in her professional career. Uh, so one of the people that I met that night um, was an older lady uh, that was wanting to know more about uh, Siwi. Um, and she asked me some really basic question that, again, I'll never forget. And I didn't really have an answer to. Um, Isn't that the worst sometimes, though? Uh, it, it, it is and it isn't. It depends. Uh, not to go down a rabbit hole, but I remember back in high school, there would be a teacher that would always ask us geography questions. And right away, I would say, I don't know. And he did not like that. And I get what he was trying to, you know, promote, like making sure that we were paying attention and being involved and engaging in conversation. But at the same time, from my lens, I think it's all right to say, I don't know when you don't have the answer. That's the best thing. To say. I don't know. You can follow up with, like, I don't know. Can you tell me more? I don't know. Maybe I can research it. I don't know. Let me look into it. But I think, yeah, that, that would have gotten under my skin too. Exactly. And I think though, there's a fine line between, you know, always saying, I don't know, and I need to follow back up with you and actually having some substantial conversation or information to, to share back. But anyways, I wanted to sprinkle in uh, that nugget, and I completely lost what we were talking about before, though. She asked you a question. You did not know the answer. Thank goodness you're there to, to keep me on track. I'm yes. listening. I'm a very good listener. I love it. That's probably one of the most underrated uh, traits that uh, we can uh, possess as human beings. Anyhow. The question she had asked me is, what makes your company different from every other company? That's always a tough question. Boom. That's always a tough question. I was so shocked that I didn't have a great answer to that question. I think I had mumbled something like, you know, I'm a lifestyle brand and I'm trying to motivate and encourage others to you know, live life, be you, um, and see it, want it to go after your dreams. But again, that doesn't really answer the fundamental question of how is my company any better than, you know, these thousands of other companies that are trying to sell t-shirts, hats, or whatever it might be. And that's a question that's always going to stick with me, no matter what venture that I get into is, you know, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? And how do I differentiate myself from others in the same market or the playing field? Um, so. and it doesn't have to be big, right? No, it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be big. I think I, I'd, like, I, I, I'd like to make a comment on that because I think I've dealt with that a lot too, right? Give me your 30-second elevator pitch or tell me, you know, when I was running Parity Water, tell me why, like, why you're better than them. Tell me what you're going to do differently. What's your innovative? And when you're younger and you're getting those questions, you're like, damn, I don't I don't know. I, I, I uh, Well, we do this. Or you give some cookie-cutter answer or you spend seven or eight hours writing a perfect – 30 second elevator pitch that you'll never use because if somebody's interested in what you have to say, you don't have, you don't have 30 seconds. I mean, unless you're in a pitch conference, you have more time than that. I just, I, I think it's just for, for, for what I've learned and probably what you've learned is it can be anything from, you know, we've got a belief in this cause, right? Or we've got a cause, we've got a, the best customer service. We've got, the the most sustainable materials it doesn't have to be oh it's a billion dollar difference because then all you gotta do is exploit that that spear that tip so i just think that's interesting i've, I've run to that so many times that's such a tough question it, it is and I, I still think about it 
uh, it keeps me up at night sometimes, to be honest. You know, I replay that memory uh, thinking, you know, how could I have answered that question better? But to, to dive in a little bit more to that, I, I think it's all right to not have the right answer right away. Um, going back to like, yeah, a, a company or a startup uh, that you're working on, um, you can evolve. And I think that's what great companies do and great founders do. You know, on day one, they might have, you know, um, an idea of what they want to do, but that idea might grow and evolve into something bigger and better. Uh, so it's all right to share an answer today that might change tomorrow. Now, don't, don't be take, afraid of that is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, don't take that out of context saying that it's all right to be wishy-washy and, and change your mind. Um, I mean, there's certainly a time and place for that, but I think, you know, it's all right to change your strategy, but keep the same goal or end in mind um, out there so you know what you're working towards. Um, so it, yeah, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter how you get there, right? I mean, yeah. if you've got a goal and you want to get somewhere, you, you've, you've got to have this, you know, this plan, right? You've got to have, okay, here's what I want to get. And here's, and here's maybe a, a few ways of how we could get there. But you can't get married to it. But you also can't just wing it and say, oh, well, we're going to be the best in the world and never figure it out. I mean, because that's the last thing you can do, but you want to be able to adjust and change. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, totally. So we're totally, we totally dove into something and you didn't even finish your background. My bad on that, but no, I think I was the one that uh, led us down that rabbit hole. You'll probably get that from time to time, which might be good and it might, might be bad. So I don't know. Uh, so yeah, beyond uh, starting that company, uh, which I said, I learned, you know, many different areas of business, marketing, some finances, um, et cetera. Uh, well, analytics was the big one there. And that's kind of how I got my foot in the door. After I graduated from college, I was able to work as a contractor at Procter and Gamble, um, did some data uh, related things. Uh, I'll keep it vague uh, for um, a, a reason there. Um, and basically it was a temporary gig. Uh, ended up working there for about nine months on a project and then ended up uh, finding a great opportunity at Kroger, uh, who is my current employer. Uh, so I did a lot more in-depth uh, analytics and research uh, for Kroger, which, again, I need to uh, not dive so deep into detail. Um, but I was an analyst for about two years, two and a half years, um, doing a lot of good things there um, and supporting the KTD department, which is Kroger's Technology and Digital Department. That's what that acronym stands for. And then more recently, I've been involved in the product management space um, and my official role is a product manager, which I get asked all the time, what the hell is that and what exactly do you do? And again, I feel like we could reserve an entire episode or podcast for that, which I don't think I need to get into today. No, I think that uh, I think that gives us a good, good background. I think you did a better job than I did of, of timelining it better but well, do you remember what my uh new year's resolution was yeah storytelling yeah maybe all, i've been all over it maybe i'm, all I'm over getting it. better i think you're getting better i think you dragged that out a little bit but i think it was good yeah hopefully uh we retain at least uh 10 of our listeners i did think when you told when i when i first connected with you again i was like 
product manager. I was like, is he is he managing the cheese its aisle? <laughs> I didn't know what that meant. Hey, you know, I'm uh, willing to make sure we keep the lights on. I'll bag groceries if I need hey, to. Amen, Next brother. Man up. Amen, brother. Amen. All right. So we have introduced ourselves. You know a little bit about Hayden. His was very much more linear than mine, but you know about me. So I took them on a few different uh, him, rabbit holes. You know what? You took them on a you took them on a, a walk down walk down memory lane for Hayden. I like that. It was smooth. You were smelling the flowers and stuff. But let's move on. Okay? Right. Let's move on. Let's do it. Because what I'm really freaking hyped about right now is my Cincinnati Bengals. Did you see them kick the shit out of Kansas City this weekend? Amen, brother. It was a great weekend to be a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Oh, I was. I mean, especially after that Bearcats loss, which I, I we'll just skate over that. That was that was hard well, for me, but I needed to win. I needed to win. You're, you're right. I I did. Uh, think that the Bearcats had a chance, but they weren't the better team. And uh, it definitely showed. So Hey, non-Power 5 team making, making it to the college playoff. Now the problem is everyone's going to well, I didn't deserve to be there. Well, screw that. They whooped some asses here. They, they, they deserve to be there. It's just Alabama and Georgia. Georgia whooped up on Michigan. I mean, Michigan was in there, and Georgia beat the shit out of Michigan. It You're was right. worse. It was worse. Run it back, Luke. Run it back. Prove all the naysayers wrong. Thank you. Yes. Shout out to Luke Fickle for being, what, coach of the year? I think so. Yeah, he, he should be if he isn't. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. So, okay, anyways, I had to touch on that. I was really – I was up in Michigan with my in-laws. Uh, we were watching the game. had all my UC stuff on. I bought them all UC gear and forced them to wear it. And by halftime, I, uh, I put my sweatshirt on. I said, okay, let's just see what Michigan does. So, anyways, I digress. But those Cincinnati Bengals, I mean, through the roof excited about it. Two reasons why I was really excited about it, Hayden, just so you know. A, love me some Bengals. I I just I mean I'm from Cincinnati. If you don't love the Bengals, get out of town. I mean, you see those Pittsburgh Steelers fans. I'm sorry. Just that just that, that eats at me and the Raven fans living here, just go back, just leave. But anyways, I I love the Bengals. A, because I'm from Cincinnati, and B, I've got I, I've never been good at fantasy. I don't know if you have you played fantasy football a lot. I have, but it's been a few years. I typically play the daily fantasy football. Okay, I get kicked out of leagues usually. About oh, wow, about the past four or five years, I think I've gotten kicked out of a few. I wasn't good can, at setting. Can my... you share how or why you got kicked? Okay, out? Okay, I was like that guy that like would would have a really good like draft uh-huh. and then never set his lineup. Uh, okay. So it was like I would have like bench player, like I would have bought people on buys. I mean, it wasn't comp- I wasn't being competitive. But going into this year, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the script. I'm ready to go. And I I, I made some questionable drafts on draft day, but it, it all worked out for me. And I'll give you guys some some background on that. So I've got I've mentioned my daughter Ava, it's just a horse fanatic. So she and I have an ongoing deal. And this is more about like getting her to be bought into uh, being responsible for her own horse. I mean, she's all, I mean, anybody listening that has kids or has nieces and nephews, I mean, once they get on something, they just, they just pound it home. I mean, nonstop. Now she does it in a nice way, but it's like, when am I getting my horse to have? When am I get my horse to have? This is when I get a horse to have. Hey, can I get this for a horse? I mean, nonstop. All I, mean, I wanted when I was a kid was a pack of cards, baseball cards. Okay, cool. Well, she wants a horse. So look at this. These are, this is. It's a little bit upgrade from that. Times have changed. Times have, times have changed. I think we've got another visitor in the podcast studio oh, today. That was a little weird. I think that was either uh, Siri or Google. Okay, well. They're listening to us. Yeah, probably. Actually, funny story about Google. 
listening to me, which I'll get into that later. I can't be silent. I'm sorry. I, that was yeah. that was that was all me. But I'm just saying, I unplugged Hey Google at home. I'm never plugging it again. Tell me more about the story with your daughter. Okay, so just horse for that, and she's phenomenal. It's great. So I made a deal. I said, Ava, if if you can come up, and I just threw this number on you, okay? I I've never bought a horse. I mean, my parents own a horse, so they're around them. I don't know what's it They cost fifty thousand dollars. It cost twenty. I don't know. So I was like, okay. I mean, I'm gonna throw a number out there. This will take her some time. So if you can get two thousand dollars saved up, doing chores around the house, raking leaves, you know, yada yada yada, then I'll pay for the rest of the horse, and I'll pay for the boarding and I'll tack and all that stuff. And so, she, okay, great, fantastic. And I ran my mouth at the beginning of fantasy football. I said. When I win this season, I'm gonna give you the cash. I'll give you the I'll give you the winnings. It was like a, I thought it was a, it was a thirty five dollar buy in, not a lot of money, but a lot of money to get. You know, that's you know, like three hundred fifty bucks. I'll take thirty five dollars. Hey, I'll take three hundred fifty. Three hundred fifty. Yeah. Okay. Well, you said the buy in was thirty five. Buy in was thirty. I would take thirty five. Buy in was thirty five. It was a no brainer, right? Yeah. And I kept winning, kept winning. And we went in this last weekend, and I was I was driving back from Michigan, so I couldn't watch it. So I'm driving with my wife and my two daughters coming back. And I'm talking about I'm air punching the shit out of like I'm like ready to run. I mean, Jamar Chase went off with 10 for 266. I think he broke uh Bengals record. Chad Chad Ocho Seco. Yeah, he broke his record. Yeah. His was like 260, I think. That's Anyways, Jamar Chase was on my team. So he got me 55.6 fantasy points. Just crushed it. It was a championship week, by the way. So anyway, two reasons. I got I had some Bengals players on my roster that I'm rooting for. Also love, 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 love to see us beat another AFC team. Also the quote unquote best a- team in the AFC, right? I mean, Chiefs are really good, but I mean you can't go wrong with Burrow, Jamar J. I mean T Higgins. I mean, holy shit. Are you kidding me? So, anyways, I won, I won, right? I finished this weekend. I won fantasy championship and my dog, I said, I told my dog, I said, we won, baby. Like, you're getting the money. Like, it, you know, congratulations. And, and she goes, all right, Dad, right? It's like 600 bucks. I said, no, it's like it's like 350 She goes, that doesn't seem like that much money. I said, you fucking kidding. I didn't say this. I'm like, are you kidding me? She, I, I don't even give you the $350. I don't even put that in my pocket. And she's like, no, no, the $350 is good. I'm sitting there going, I first of all, I didn't think I was going to win. Second of all, this girl's probably getting a horse soon. Okay, so anyways, super hyped. Anyone that's been around kids, nieces, nephews, and they just, once they get on something, and, and she was, it, it was fun for me because she wanted to watch football this year. She's like, who's on your team? Who, who's winning? Who's doing what? She's like, are you are you getting, are you taking them off the bench? I'm like, I didn't, how do you make, know that? She figured it all out. She was ready to go. She's a young entrepreneur. Oh, right. she's ready. To go. Yeah, she absolutely is. She's very, she very basically said, "I'll watch football if you pay me money, Dad." She did. She she worked her angles. She worked her angles. She well, I ran my mouth too. I, I I as a parent, you sometimes forget what you say, but your kids never forget. They bring it up. I mean, there'll be times she'll bring up something six from five or six years ago that I said you could have something when you're eight years old. She's like, "I'm eight years old in 22 days, Dad." I'm like, "Okay, what what did I promise?" And she's like, remember you told me I could have a parrot? And I was like, yeah, I think you were like three. I, it was just a – I figured if I said eight, we would never get to that point. So I digress. But I kids have long I mean, memories. I, I can't relate just yet. I don't, I don't have any any kids, but uh, I know that day is out there for me. 
uh, in the future. But two things that I wanted to add. The first is you basically manifested or you spoke into existence that uh, your fantasy football team was going to win. 100%. So do you have any other uh, predictions that you're willing to share on the air with us all about 2022 or maybe even beyond 2022? Predictions. I'll have to think about that. All right. I mean, I've got several. And you don't have to share anything. I would just want to ask Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a loaded question, right? It it certainly is. Maybe let's – Zoom in on this podcast. Any okay for twenty twenty two for this podcast? Yeah, six months from now, I'm I'm gonna guess. I'm being conservative here. I'm thinking ten thousand followers. I'm thinking ten thousand people listen to our podcast on a regular basis. I absolutely love it. Yeah, six months in, ten thousand. Uh, I'm I'm also a little bit more along the lines of uh, on a side note, Hayden and I've been. Kicking around a lot of ideas. We're both entrepreneurs, and I see some big things coming uh, along with this podcast. Huge, huge, things. huge things. I like how you said huge there, by the way. It's a one time. You got me for saying like, oh yeah, like last week, and you said huge. Hey, every once in a while, I got something that's good. Yeah, that was saucy. Yeah, I'm sure people will turn that into some type of uh, video gif. Yeah, yes. Or something like so, that. so back to uh, what I'm going to manifest. We're going to manifest. Well, you already said that we're going to have See it into existence. Um, We're going to see this be a success. We're going to see great things come out of it. Uh, 2021. I did take your advice, by the way. We're jumping back. I'm jumping around here. That's okay. I was thinking about our New Year's resolution talk. Mm -hmm. And hold hold that thought. I I know we're going back and forth. We're all over the place, which is good. But I have a good thought. Okay, I'll hold it. I'm holding it. If I forget it, I'll be pissed. Well, it will come to you. It was a really good thought, too. I thought about it earlier, just so you know. All right. Well, I'll let you go. I'll save my thought. Save your thought. Because I was afraid that I was going to lose my thought. Because I wanted to say two things related to what you just had shared. All right. Just put that in the archive. Hold it in your mind right now. But listen to what I'm saying. All right. Go ahead. So 27, almost 28 now. I'm, uh, I'm feeling like I'm in the prime of my life. And it's weird to me because New Year's – Especially if you're on social media and you and you've got everybody's got all different types of things going on. And this was the first year I can remember a long time where I didn't mind going to bed before the ball dropped. And you want to know why? I do want to know. It's just another day. It's just another it's great. It's another year. But if you're working towards something every day, my mindset, it was weird. It was like this shift in my mindset of, hey, I'm not. I'm not just excited to change my life tomorrow. I'm going to be changing it every single day. I'm going to be going after things. I'm going to be, I'm going to be ready to go, ready to, to, to chase my dreams, to make things happen, to not wait till tomorrow. And it's weird because I, I was on the fence with what you said about that, but coming back to that, I didn't think about it. I didn't go into that going, wow, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure tomorrow is not special. Maybe it was still the new year, 2022. But I didn't – it's the first time I didn't really go, oh, I get to leave last year behind. Yeah, I, I had a great 2021. I had a great I had a great New Year's Day. I had a great Sunday. I had a great Saturday, Monday. I had a great day today. So I, I guess uh, one of the things I would, I would say to finish that up is, man, I'm, I'm so excited about life and about – attacking each and every single day everything i go after and so that's it's a really cool fulfilling feeling i don't always feel that way but 
I thought you would like that because it, it, it wasn't, it was almost like we kind of had our back and forth, but I, I didn't wake up going, I got, I get to leave that in dust. It's great to leave things in the past. You should, but I also, I, I was excited. I was excited, but I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, okay, now I can just hang up the slacks, call it a day. I've done my work. I'm like, that's just another day. Another, another day to be blessed. The marathon continues. Marathon continues. It's not a sprint. It's not a sprint. I love the attitude. I love the energy. I, I see it every every time I see you, you know? You've got a whole bunch of energy when you walk into a room, and then when it's just us, you know? Uh, and I'm hoping uh, the listeners can pick up on that. So I'm excited for you in 2022 and well beyond that. And, and for us in general, you know, this podcast, uh, as you said to me, uh, off air, we're going to the moon. And I said, once we get to the moon, we're going to ricochet off and head to Mars. Amen, brother. Amen. All right. I, I, I stole your thunder. So go ahead. I'm going to fling it back to you. I'm going to ricochet it back to you. What was that second that he caught it? He I grabbed it. it out of the air. For those of you who would be sitting in the room, I literally grabbed it from the air. All right. I might like like plucking an apple or catching a baseball or football. The second uh, thing that I wanted to call out about your story with, uh, well, just the Bengals is they were a team, what, three uh, years ago, um, and really even last season that everyone looked down upon. Uh, they were counted out. You know, there was tons of critics. People would say, you know, X, Y, and Z. But uh, this team this year, they've got fight. They've got grit. They've got resiliency. Uh, I could go on and on. Um, and I think you can really apply that to, to your life, um, which I certainly do. Uh, people might laugh at you for your goals, um, which is fine. You're always going to have those people out there that are going to try to tempt you to get some type of reaction because that's what they want. But uh, yeah, the, the Bengals stayed focused. They knew uh, that they had a shot at being successful. It was going to take some time. Um, and they didn't really listen to all the critics out there because if they did, they wanted to won the, uh, the AFC North. They won their division, yeah. I mean, the AFC North, yeah. They won. They, they're top of their North in the AFC, but there's like a few games I know, like this week. I, I know uh, Kansas City's gonna lose. I think the Titans have to lose. Yeah. There's like a couple. There's like a. I think like a 15 percent chance we win the AFC like outright. Yeah. It's small, but but it's possible. Yeah, I just wanted to sprinkle in a little bit of a life lesson there with. I like that. Yeah. You know, not uh, not everything. Uh, sports related uh is i don't know where i, I lost my job no, i know what you were saying you were saying like you know uh things aren't gonna always look pretty and people always gonna like your goals or, or listen to you or yeah. or support you in that but you were using cincinnati Bengals as an example of hey three years ago people were counting them out people were booing by the way if you're a cincinnati fan and you're booing your team you go play football in the NFL, okay? Yeah. You go get your ass beat and, and go wake up. Those guys work so hard. That whole organization, everybody's got – this is my opinion. We're going to share our opinions. Shut your damn mouth. Mm-hmm. Let them do their job. Support them. Don't be fair weather. Yeah, you can like players, dislike players for, for ancillary reasons, but they're out there making a living. They don't come to your job and say, hey, you piece of shit. You didn't finish that Excel. So – you should be fired. They don't come do that, so you shouldn't be. Oh, you missed that. You missed that catch. That means you're a loser. And you, I, I, I can get behind somebody having a bad game and somebody being frustrated with an organization, but I, I think they're a perfect example of like, hey, let's turn it around. Zach Taylor's done an awesome job, um, and I think you can take a lot of life lesson out of 
sometimes things take time. They don't always look pretty, but I, you know, I, I, I have a million I things can't about agree anymore with that. And, and that's the other thing that I wanted to share is no matter what your goal might be, it, it's, it's going to take some time. Um, and if it doesn't take time, it's probably a goal, not that, big or inspirational and i'm sure i could have come up with a, a better choice of words there no you were saying but uh you know your goals are going to take some time you might not get there uh after a month six months a year i'm talking about goals that are going to take decades uh where you're planting the seeds today and you know 10 years from now 20 years from now you know you're a completely different person um, and I'm excited uh, for those types of goals. And those are the goals that I've been uh, working on uh, here for a couple of years now and partnering with you on this podcast, as well as some potential other business ventures. You know, I see the future is bright and all starts with consistency uh, and building that momentum. And we definitely have a lot of momentum uh, heading into uh, 2022. You want one more comment just to, to, to finalize this, because I think this is this is huge. This is like a game-changing uh, thought, thought right here. Uh, follow, follow me for a second. If you've got goals or aspirations, it doesn't, doesn't matter if it's, I want to be a better cook. I want to be a better father. I want to be uh, a more reliable friend. I want to be on work, work, be on time more. I want to go to the moon. I, it doesn't matter how big or how small. But when you get to have a goal or have a vision or have something you're working towards, it, what it allows you to do, what's allowed me to do, is to cheer other people on that are achieving their goals. To cheer other people on that are going after something and being aggressive in life. I absolutely 110% believe if you can't be a cheerleader for somebody else, then you've got some, you've got some other stuff to work out. Because we're all chasing different dreams, different goals, different aspirations. And one of the, and I've always, I haven't always been great at it. I've, I've compared myself to others. I've, I've gone, well, what am I doing wrong? Why are they doing it right? But you got to come back to like, if you've got, if you've got something, it, not everybody's journey is the same. Not everybody's vision is the same. You can't control what you can't control. So focus on what you as a human being want to achieve, be proud and happy in it and work towards that. It doesn't matter if somebody else is starting a business and you're just becoming a better cook. Be the best damn cook, grill master you can be out there. And do not worry about that. Per you don't have to compare yourself to others. And especially when you find that that goal and you write it down and you, and you think about it and you say, I want to do it and you work towards it, you'll find yourself not only achieving greater things you didn't think of, but you'll also be more supportive and you'll find people and resources coming to you that you didn't even know were out there that you weren't even looking for because you're, it's, it's, it's karma. So I, I just think that's a, a big thought. If you can, if you can, for me, I'm, I'm happy with other people's success. I'm not always happy with my success, but I'm not going to sit there. And well, I think the thing there is you're comparing yourself. You're comparing your success with someone else's and we all get into it. I'm not going to, you know, sit up here all high and mighty. I do it myself, but that's where we've got to learn more to not compare ourselves to others, um, at least not all the time. Um, sure, you want to, you know, inspire or aspire to be uh, like some of the people that are, uh, you know, leaders in the world. But, you know, 
you can't look at your life saying, well, they have this and I don't, um, and I'm a failure. Like that's a terrible way of thinking. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's, there's a difference between comparison and striving. And, and, and I don't want you guys, even listeners to be like, oh, well, these guys started a podcast. I mean, well, I don't have a podcast. Like, should I start? Eh, that's, that's not the point. Well, if anyone out there wants to start their yeah, podcast, go ahead. go ahead and do that. Go ahead. 100%. I'm just saying that it's it's not about what others are doing and what others are working towards. You can think it's cool. You can go after it. But, again, it's just that it's that same thought. It's, still, it's, it's part of life. You're going to compare yourself at some point. You can't help it. We're human beings. But try to have – Try to help have some centered center gravity with with what you want to achieve. Well said. And I think that for me, that's where I find my center. Um, obviously, I've got two. I've got two kids too. That's helped. That's helped center me out a bit too. I can't be a negative Nancy, and I can't. I can't worry about what other people are doing all the time. I mean, being negative gets you nowhere, right? And I know we've all heard it, and it can be tough not to want to bitch about things or say that my life is more challenging than, you know, the other person. Because it it very well might be, but that doesn't really make the situation any better. You know what really irritates me? And this is, like, totally along those same lines. When people say, well, I was just so busy. That's an excuse. It's bullshit. I just – it. And I, that's a probably another topic for another day. Yeah, but I, um, I found myself saying that. Well, I was just busy. What? what? I mean, I, I, I watched a couple good Netflix shows. Was that really busy, or was that just me? And, and nothing's wrong with Netflix or any of that. Don't get me wrong. I got I got some primo shows I love to watch. But uh, I heard uh, in my men's group, a men's group actually through Crossroads. It's called Madeira Men's Group. Oh, yeah. Shout out! I did not way. know that. Madeira Men's Group. Shout out. Uh, Love you guys. So if you're listening, hopefully you're listening. See, there's so much about you that I don't know. I, oh, I dude, can't wait to learn more over, over time. We're, we're going to unpack it. But uh, one of these guys uh, said, instead of saying I'm busy, say I'm blessed. And look at things as I'm not being, I'm not busy. Because busy's got a negative connotation. We say busy when we don't want to do something or or we, we don't want to respond. We just choose the word, well, I was busy. You and, can also be busy thinking it's a good thing, but you're busy working on things that have little to no impact on the bigger picture. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah. I'm not a fan of, like, just – I've never been this fan. If you're, if, you're, if you're sitting on your laptop and you're working, then be doing something productive or shut the laptop down and, and go go for a walk, go for a hike. Go, you know, go out and do something if you're – and, again, rabbit hole uh, topic there, but <laughs> – hundred percent. Like I can, I can talk about this for days. Uh, yeah, but I digress. I'm, I'm laughing there, and we'll probably end up cutting this is because I heard one of our stomachs growling, and I think their microphones picked it up. It testing. That was not me. Uh-huh. I don't think. Maybe we do have a guest. I did have Parmesan chicken for lunch. Studio. Oh, sounds delicious. Well, hey, I think it's time to wrap up things. I think uh, we definitely gave the audience a lot to unpack and. Uh, who would have guessed that we would have uh, dove into some uh, philosophical lessons uh, coming out of a Bengals game? Oh yeah, I want to talk about stoic stoicism too, but that's stoicism. Stoicism. Yeah, yeah. I, I started reading about that, so that's another topic. But um, before we wrap up, I did want to set this, throw this out there. So uh, basically, you're saying screw you, Hayden. We're going to keep this going for a little bit longer. Give you about thirty second plug. Right, um, go for it. I want to know what my our listeners want list want to hear. What what do you want us to talk about? What would be intriguing? Obviously, we're not going to cover everything, but I think uh, if you could drop a a comment 
uh, on our on our Spotify. I think we're on iTunes now, right? Too. Not yet, but we will be very okay. soon. So pending that. Uh, but engagement with you guys, engagement with our listeners is going to be huge for us. We've already heard a lot of great feedback from our first episode. Absolutely. We knew it was going to be a little bit of, uh, of a challenge um, because it was our first time recording together, but we, we crushed it. Um, so, yeah, hopefully this episode uh, is even better and things will continue to get better. It's all about exponential growth. Right. hundred percent. So wrap it up. We would love comments, feedback topic check out our new instagram page instagram unscripted exchanges unscripted underscore we'll be, post, we'll be posting some some photos of our our uh, podcast room it's pretty sweet hayden's got an awesome master pad too by the way my house is full of like kids toys this place is like it's pretty badass so we got our own pie you'll, you'll see pictures of that you'll see us i'll probably do some lives eventually maybe but... uh you can share the uh with the audience, your your daughter's uh, new horse. Oh yeah, she doesn't have one yet. Well, I thought you said that she wanted to buy one with the earnings. Oh, she doesn't have enough yet. No. Oh. You gotta rewind the tape. She wants. I told her, and we she she read a whole contract for this. I don't know. We we gotta go back and uh, yeah. watch the tapes. Yeah. She wants a horse. She rides horses right now. I told her she's gotta. As a parent, you make your kids commit to stuff. I told her if you can show me you're committed over the next year. And you can get up to two thousand dollars. It's not about the money. It's just about the commitment. You know, it's not if 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 the money. It's just yeah. It's just one of those things. It's like when your parents when you do a paper route when you're young, they they gotta pay for all the stuff for you. My, I did a paper route. My parents gonna pay for everything, but it's work. It's it's commitment. It's hey, do you wanna go buy that? Well, hey, you can do a paper route. You can buy it yourself. So um, that's the principle behind that. So totally went down that went down that uh, that lane again, but. I feel like we're the type of people where they say that they're leaving, but it takes, you know, about half an hour to, to actually leave the party. Yeah, it's like a, I think it was like a, I think it was like a Midwest thing. Like, hey, see you later. I guess, 20 minutes later, I, I, guess guess I gotta so. go. But for real, this time we are wrapping things up. We want to once again extend our gratitude and thanks to any of you guys that have taken time out of your lives to listen to us. Certainly means a lot. We will continue to grow as podcasters. I am probably the better podcaster, um, but my head right now. we will certainly see uh, as time goes here. And once again, please check us out on Instagram. Uh, reach out to Cole and I. Uh, we will be creating an email uh, for those folks to, to reach out and interact with us, but you can certainly reach out on our professional LinkedIn pages. So once again, thank you for listening to unscripted exchanges unscripted exchanges we gotta work on that brought to you by cole and haiti pops sponsored by listerine no i'm just kidding someday Someday. not yet but i love it wait hold on listerine and hopefully yeti someday let's go